0: Hello, everyone, this is Bhargav here, joining you after a hiatus of a couple of weeks with changing weathers in India. I was a little down, so my friend Uday used to cover off on my areas. Now, Paul will not be joining us today as he is busy with some of the client work. Uday, I'll hand it over to you to cover East Asia Pacific.
1: Thanks, Bhargav. Uh, So first off, we covered one assessed event and 33 other developments today. I'll jump into Southeast Asia. Um, The Papuan police general uh, chief inspector said that 44 people have been killed in separatist related violence in the Papuan provinces this year, and this is an 88% increase from the last year now we've released a lot of assessments on this so you can contact us for a risk profile of the situation in Papua. Now, uh, also in Indonesia, the state-owned oil and gas company, Pertamina, said that it was taking steps to ensure that fuel supply across the country does not get disrupted by a planned worker strike. The strike is from December 29th to January seventh. into um, 46 houses were damaged by a tornado in Makassar yesterday. Authorities have worn, warned of flooding in South Jakarta today, and Mount, Mount Merapi in Java erupted and released hot clouds three times yesterday. Um, also just to cover off something we are looking at in indonesia uh, authorities have warned of increased security threats for the christmas and new year period and uh, one of the threats is terrorism so that's something to look out for for clients now if we go to malaysia authorities have said uh, that the sungai pahang uh, which is the Pahang River, has reached danger levels at several places in the state. Now, this comes after devastating floods last weekend, which uh, affected hundreds of thousands of people. And um, the Met Department said that rains could occur in parts of Johor, Sabah, and Sarawak from December 28 to December 30. Now, in the Philippines, uh, authorities claimed that uh, they foiled a suspected Abu Sayyaf bomb plot in Zamboanga. in the Sulu archipelago, and also two politicians were injured in an attack in uh, Misamis Oriental. Now, these kind of attacks will increase in frequency ahead of next year's presidential elections. Quickly jumping over to Thailand, um, bad news out of Bangkok, City Hall has cancelled all uh, new year-related events that it had organized, and it's urging private event, uh, private event, organizers of private events to do the same, uh, because everyone's concerned about the spread of the Omicron, Variant of COVID 19. So I'll quickly go over North Asia. There's a workers' strike in South Korea on December 28th. Um, Approximately 1,700 workers of uh, one of South Korea's largest logistics firms, it owns 50% of the market share, are going uh, on strike next week for better working conditions. And uh, we have caught a trend of this happening over the last year in the country. I'll quickly run through Australasia and the Pacific Islands now. Um, In Papua New Guinea, a man was shot... No, sorry. In Papua New Guinea, an Australian national was robbed, uh, and he was held hostage for a while in Madang yesterday. Um, The suspects uh, shot at the minibus he was traveling to, and uh, they took him and robbed him of his belongings. Uh, For anyone... Seeking to travel in Papua New Guinea, um, it is recommended to conduct a risk assessment beforehand. And lastly, in the Solomon Islands, China said that it will send police officers to the Solomon Islands uh, to help train police forces Now this comes after the unrest in Haniara last month, and uh, we did release a special assessment on the topic, so you can contact us if you want to know more. But I think part of that pretty much rounds it off for East Asia and Pacific from me for today.
0: Thank you there i must add here that we have this year itself we have conducted multiple detailed risk assessments for our oil sector and engineering sector clients in myanmar thailand eastern malaysia as well as papua so those who are interested we can certainly get in touch with us uh, we'll be able to help you out as much as possible And with that, I would like to move on to South Asia. Tension seems to be heating up in northern India with some so called religious scholars and saints uh, saying quite a few rubbish things about religious cohesion in the country. And there was a blast in Ludhiana and
1: Punjab as well. Uh, Uday, would you like to elaborate on these? Yeah, uh, well, firstly, I don't think it was too much about religious cohesion as much as it was to divide people. But uh, anyway, regarding the blast in Ludhiana, Punjab, so at least two people died and five others were injured at a court complex in uh, Punjab yesterday. Uh, Now... Some reports are saying that it was a Pakistan-backed six separatists group, but as of now, that's more propaganda or just hearsay. Uh, Punjab does have a history of violence around election periods. A very important state election is coming next year. I mean, most states in India have an uptick in violence before polls. Wouldn't you agree, Bhargav?
0: Most certainly. And as and when the elections do come up, uh, those who want to create a social fissure for political benefits and create dissonance against the incumbents, uh, they do benefit from such uh, such acts. And yes, it is very convenient to blame the actors across the border for such incidents. However, there are quite a few social fissures within the country which may have actually caused uh, such acts. However, we can't really. Marginalize or take take it out of the equation when it comes to external help for such decisions. Uh, after all, RDX don't really uh, occur in nature, or they don't really come come up in vacuum. They need to come from somewhere where they have technical
1: capability to produce and supply. Uh, there
0: anything further on South yeah. Asia? Um,
1: yeah. So I agree with what you said. I'm just it's a convoluted situation and. You know, there's a lot of motives behind this kind of thing. Uh, but Pakistan security forces have also been put on high alert across the country uh, for the Christmas holidays. One of the concerns is terrorism. And um, speaking of that, Margov, um, I'd love to hear your comments. So the Taliban has, the Afghan Taliban has been removing uh, some of Pakistan's fence along the Duran line. Now the Afghan Taliban is saying that it does not recommend recognize the Duran line. And um recently some Taliban officials have criticized Pakistan for not uh for being a democracy and not imposing Sharia law across the country. Any thoughts of well the, we need to understand the
0: convoluted relationship between a proxy actor or let's say alleged proxy actor that Afghan Taliban was for the Pakistani security establishment. The entire equation itself is quite convoluted as we have seen time and again, that a benefactor and the proxies relationship is anything but linear. As and when the proxies do get fatter and more powerful, they end up fighting for their own uh, interests rather than dance to the tunes of that of benefactors. However, for businesses and people on the ground, the upcoming days is likely to be quite grim because they'll they will need to understand who's actually in power. And most often than not, it's the Pakistani military who takes precedence. So businesses need to watch out, especially along the Afghan border, uh, to secure uh, their interests, their operations and deploy appropriate measures. We can certainly help with that. There, uh maybe we can move on to
1: Middle East unless you have anything further. No, that's it. I think uh Basil, why don't you tell us what's going on in the Middle East now? Sure, they thank you. Thank you, Vargav. Uh, In the MA Roundup today, we have more
2: than 44 developments Uh, in the Middle East in particular. We assessed an event in Iran. Violent uh, protests continue in Iran. Thousands of uh, teachers are protesting uh, across 120 towns and cities, uh, especially in Tehran and Shiraz, against uh, or uh, over low wages and uh, poor working conditions. The protests have been uh, going on for around two months. Uh, uh, and also clashes between security forces and protesters uh, broke out in Shiraz. Another development from Iran at least at least two people were killed during an explosion at a market at a flowers market in Tehran yesterday. If we go over to Iraq, uh, the targeting of the U.S.-led coalition convoys continue, and uh, a roadside bo- a roadside bomb exploded yesterday, targeting a U- U.S.-led uh, coalition supplies convoy in Saladin go- Governorate. Uh, Also in the United Arab Emirates, uh, the suspension of flights also continue. The United Arab Emirates suspended uh, passengers from entering the UAE from four different African countries. Uh, in addition, in Yemen, uh, the war continues and the Saudi-led uh, coalition uh, are continuing their airstrikes on the capital, Sana'a. At least nine Houthi weapons warehouses were destroyed by the coalition uh, at Al-Tashrifat camp, uh, camp yesterday. That's it from the Middle East. Part
0: Thank you, Basil. Okay. Now I would like to introduce two new members to our analytical team in the EMEA region. Sitati is joining us from Kenya, and Chudi will be joining us from Lagos. Over to you, Sitati, to cover Eastern and Northern Africa.
2: Thank you, Bagra, for that uh, warm introduction. Um, we start off in Libya, whereby uh, the Petroleum Facilities Guard urged its members on December 22nd to unconditionally call off the siege on several oil and gas fields in the country. Across in Tunisia, the General Labor Union yesterday announced the commencement of a two day strike by postal agents on January 19th and 20th of next year. Across in the Eastern and Central region of Africa, in the Democratic Republic of Congo, at least 26 miners were killed by suspected cooperative for development of the congo militiamen in larger gold mining area in jugu territory in ituri province uh, the incident happened on december 22nd that's all for me from those regions thank you Barbara.
0: Well, what to you truly please cover west africa and southern africa
3: good morning uh, <clears throat> thank you for the introduction in Southern Africa, I'll start with Angola. Um, Angola Telecom yesterday suspended a worker strike that was planned for December 27th. The strike was called, up, called off after the government made some concessions, including streamlining the career progression and payment of salaries. All the demands will be addressed, a scheduled to be addressed in February and May of 2022, next year. Going over to West Africa um, in Nigeria, <clears throat> Three people drowned to death, while 17 others were rescued by Marine Police following um, the capsizing of a commercial boat in Badagri waterways. One traditional ruler was kidnapped by gunmen men in Ekiti state. The incident occurred near the capital city, and the manhunt is currently on the way for the suspects. At least five people were killed yesterday, following a string of bomb explosions in Madugri Bordeaux State. The bombings occurred close to the Nigerian. Air Force Base and the local airport, which was scheduled to be visited by the President Mahoundu Buhari. According to local reports, Boko Haram militants have been accused of triggering the bombs. Finally, at least four people were abducted on the of September 22nd following an attack on a mosque by an ungovernment in in Kasol, local government area, Taraba State. The incident occurred in Town during the evening. In Niger, at least seven people were killed in attacks that took place from December twenty second to, um, to December twenty third in Malakondi. According to local sources, a police checkpoint and a customs and a customs weighing point were attacked. The victims included three civilians, two security forces, and two custom officers. The identity of attackers have yet to be released. Finally, in Mali, <clears throat> at least five hundred Russian mercenaries from the Wagner Group arrived yesterday in Bamako. According to local sources, the mercenaries will be deployed in 10 localities in the country. The arrival of the Wagner Group operatives um, amid the ongoing withdrawal of the French army from the country has raised concerns in between countries of growing instability if the presence of the mercenaries remain unchecked. The Malian authorities have countered the threat by issuing a statement claiming that the deployment of is only 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 in the country to safeguard peace and reconciliation. This is um this completes the roundup for West and Southern Africa.
0: Thank you, Judy. In Europe, several countries have increased the restrictions due to COVID nineteen outbreak, uh, primarily because of the new variant that is Omicron. In Germany, specifically, at least eleven protesters were arrested by security forces during protests at several locations in Munich yesterday. Similarly, other countries, including Greece, Italy, Spain, Netherlands and Sweden have increased their restrictions. In Eastern Europe, things do not seem to calm down anytime soon. In Ukraine, there seems to be deployment of Paramilitary or mercenary group uh, from Russia, more specifically Wagner Group. However, this is very hard to determine whether uh, it's actually Wagner Group because they are shadowy actors. In the in the UK, there's it seems to be any other week because the there is a strike announcement by the National Rail Union workers working on the Victoria and Central lines will go on strike for nearly six months until June 2022. That's a wrap from Europe there. Do you have any final uh, comments or inputs?
1: Uh, It's been an eventful year now it's time for the holidays. So happy holidays to everyone. And uh, we'll be here to support your business operations next year.
0: Thank you there with that we will call it a day. Thank you, everyone.